0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Spirit Room podcast. I'm Melissa White and I'm pleased to be here today with a very special guest. Her name is Samantha Long and I'm trying to think this is for our Mother's Day special episode and um I'm trying to think of when we initially would have met and I think it's got to be at least 7 or 8 years ago. And it must have been, was it at a group reading?
1: It was actually through other friends of mine who had said, oh, we spoke with, uh, we have this medium that we've been speaking with. And uh, yeah, I I booked an appointment. So yeah, it's been at least eight years. Yeah, through Shannon and Bobby.
0: Yes. Oh, okay, yes. And so they had, I think they had a group reading, and then would have maybe chatted with you about it. And then I did the reading for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean, it's been it's been a while. And where tell us where you're calling us from today.
1: I am calling from northern Manitoba, a little community called Thompson. Thompson
0: wonderful. And I mean, the reason that we really wanted to connect for this episode was because of your mom. And I guess really what I would want to know is how how the loss of your mom um, has impacted your life. And if you could chat with us a bit about mom, like tell us about her and your relationship.
1: So my mom passed, um, in 2011, um, our relationship growing up was on and off estranged and, um, but still my mom and we, uh, drifted on and off together. And right near the end, we had kind of connected a little bit again, which was beautiful. And, um, I think the estrangement and on and off relationship was kind of always, you know, a little, you know, spiritually bothersome for me, but um, it was just the way it was. And um, certainly having the reading really helped me kind of have some, I'm not going to say closure because she's all around all the time, but definitely some maybe physical
0: closure, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like um, maybe closure for yourself in a human way, like being able to put a little bit of a different perspective or I don't know, maybe a different understanding. Now, when you booked the reading, was it true that it was like mom that you were hoping that she was the one that was going to come through? I was very open, but hoping. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hoping that she would. Yes. But do you remember, do you remember how she came through or what kind of what are some of the things that she expressed or some of the things she brought up?
1: So we've had a a couple of appointments with you. I've had some Mm -hmm. by myself and some with my sister. And Mm -hmm. the ones by myself were very impactful, but visually watching my sister be a part Mm -hmm. of the calls was very impactful as well. Um, Sort of the first couple of uh, meetings, or not meetings, but appointments we had with you was with my sister as well. And yeah, just conversation Mm -hmm. she... You validated certain times like that my mom was around that one of us, you know, oh, yeah, I really thought she was with me. So there was lots of validation. Like my sister had been washing her car and thinking of her the day before and you, mom had come through and you messaged or you had said that, oh, she was with you and or uh, she had said that she was with my sister while she was washing her car and then just um, watching my sister shift, you know, from... <laughs> You know, maybe, yeah, like shift to the point where she realized that that was definitely her, right in the depths of her soul. Mm-hmm. um you had said that my mom had a a really coarse, um unique laugh, and she, boy did she ever, and right. um it was funny because you had said that she had a favorite Halloween candy. she was showing you this candy that she liked, and my mom loved Halloween and loved this particular candy and a few months later, we it was Christmas time and we were looking through Christmas bags, my sister and I, and a Halloween bag flew out and we're like, oh, mom's here. So even after the uh, the meeting, there was still links or connections or signs, you know, that mm-hmm. reflected our conversation with you to even afterwards. But probably the most impactful and, and I kind of feel, you know, awkward saying this, but um, you know growing up my mom had 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 some struggles as we do and she had a lot of contrast in her life and um i think now where she is um she can honestly you know it sounded like she often wanted to say sorry to me and it was you know you had you had shared that with me you know your mom is you know just wants to say i'm so sorry and you know i had several appointments with you and i just <laughs> You had said, oh, your mom just really wants to say sorry. And you had repeated it a few times. And in my head, not out loud, I had said, oh, mom, I just want you to just to stop it. <laughs> right. And and you paused. And you're like, oh, your mom just stopped. <laughs> and I'm yeah,
0: like, in oh, sure. <laughs> she read my mind. <laughs> it, gives, it gives you a a, a moment to think. Yeah, like, they're actually interacting, not just with me, but interacting with you and knowing what's in your heart and what's in your thoughts. So that's kind of an awesome, an awesome validation that she was able to give you too that she knew what you were feeling in that moment. And you just you didn't want to hear her apologize anymore. You know, it was, it was, it was too much.
1: Well, and I think it was just okay. You know, it was it was too much but also, you know, like okay, it's it's what I, you know, what's in the past is in the past, right? And I kind of mm-hmm. just kind of like, okay, I, you don't need to keep apologizing. Like <laughs> it's done, right? Yeah. Um yeah. And another thing you had shared was, you know, you had shared that our mom um was with the two youngest granddaughters when they were together. She was very present. And I've always sensed that. Um, Mm -hmm. And you had shared with me that my dogs see her all the time. And that really gave some validation to why my dogs often just kind of look down the hallway. And it's often in the hallway in front of my youngest daughter's bedroom. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm like, oh, my mom's around. The dogs just, you know, they just sit there and they just kind of (laughs) look.
0: Yes, definitely. It's so interesting. And I mean, for me, I love looking back and I love hearing the things that meant something to you because – Oftentimes, uh, in my position as a medium, um, we aren't always aware of how impactful certain little things can be or how certain little pieces of information you know, as I'm speaking it, I'm thinking, I I don't know, sometimes analyzing it a bit and thinking, Oh, I don't know if this is important. I don't know if this is going to mean something to her. I hope so. And you just kind of go with it. You have to, you know, just speak what you're receiving. And so I like to look back and I like to know, Oh, those certain little things I totally, I didn't remember about the Halloween thing, the Halloween candy or, or any of that stuff. So it's really, it's neat to, to sort of reminisce. Um, what what would you say was like the most um the most difficult thing about your relationship with mom um in the physical world and also the most amazing thing um my mom struggled with addiction
1: so mm-hmm. i think all of my life growing up that was probably the most struggle like i i struggled that as a child and then mm-hmm. realized as an adult you know that she did the best that she could
0: mm-hmm. um
1: But, you know, my mom, gosh, she just she this might sound seem silly, but she loved just to feed people and see people happy. And she just loved to laugh and she loved animals. And I think my most favorite thing about her is she brought to me the love of music.
0: Mm -hmm. I would not
1: have the depth of love of music that I would have if it wasn't for her. Like growing up, some of my favorite memories were us just dancing around you know listening to music and it was just yeah probably my favorite thing about her just her love for things
0: yeah amazing and you know what i find to be true from reading for so many people is that many times people who do struggle with addiction are super sensitive super old souls and many times they are the ones that are the people with the biggest hearts, you know, they have these gigantic hearts. And I think that, um, what's cool about being able to maintain and sort of carry on this relationship that you have with her now, it's a spiritual one, but it's neat that you can kind of now, I think, still remember and still embody and live, um, in such a way that you're kind of honoring the things that she, you know, the, the beautiful things about her, you know, and the things that remain. So the, the love of music, definitely. And, and kind of that, um, that joyfulness, you know, and you're certainly, I know, I know you, you Mm -hmm. are somebody who lives in joy and really shares that with other people, you know? So it's like, it's really cool to see that. Would you agree that you have in some ways, almost like a stronger relationship with her now that she's in spirit? I would definitely say there's a different depth to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely different depth. Um, and I don't know, maybe if it's just because of where I am right now in my life and my journey, I just have more of an understanding. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of just really nice to hear that she's in a good place and that she is good.
0: Definitely. If yeah. that makes sense too. Yeah, I, I think that's all we really are looking for. That's all we really want. When we connect with spirit is just to know that they're okay. And to know that they're still with us, they're around us. And it's so, it's so amazing to know the ways that they, they're still with us and how they might, they might bring up that stuff, you know, like that she was with your sister when she had just recently been washing the car or, you know, that she's with your daughter as she's going, you know, to do, um, a test for her schooling or, you know, or whatever it is, you know, it's just kind of, it's such good validation, uh, to, to hear about that and to know that they're checking in and they're aware, you know, of what's going on with us too. I think that's, that's comforting. I think That's what most people really long for, you know, just to know that.
1: Well, and it's funny because just the other day, my sister's messaged me a question about our mom. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: she said, yeah, mom's been really on my mind today. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, mine too. I'm even making shepherd's pie, which is like one of her signature dishes. And I took a picture. I'm like, would you laugh if I told you I'm making mom's shepherd pie? (laughs) You know, like, so even, even, yeah, it's amazing.
0: And what would you say has been the catalyst for your spiritual journey? Because I know you've really you've really delved into your own spiritual um, awareness, and you're now doing all kinds of things with yeah. spirit and with energy healing and crystals and gemstones and all this stuff. So how has that happened, and what's you know what's been the catalyst for that? I think how it sort
1: of began was <laughs> I took my daughter to a Reiki appointment. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, she had some health issues and I was seeking, you know, growing up on with my father, he was quite religious, so we had sort of that background. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom used to always joke and said, Oh yes, we've had ancestors that were burnt to the stake in Salem. So I had like a very, you know, depending on who we were living with, you know, both sides <laughs> of this, you know, this are the their stories. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I took um my oldest to a Reiki appointment and then it just, it completely like expanded from there. <laughs> you know, then right. I got certified to do that. And then crystals came along. And then it just, it was just full on energy. Anything I can learn about energy, whether, you know, it's that's, and music is a huge thing for me too. And I didn't really realize it at the time mm-hmm. um, that music is also energy or vibration. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah.
0: And so now, from what I see is that like you're basically kind of um, you're still doing your fitness uh, fitness training and classes and all that stuff. But you also have, yeah, this other venture where you're basically, um, yeah, you're, like providing, providing healing and providing all these different um, modalities for, for people. So I think that's beautiful. And I could see through the work that you do with the physical body with people um, how connected it must be. You know, so do you find that the people that come to your classes and stuff for, for fitness, um, that they are sort of also seeking something of a mind, body, spirit balance kind of thing? I sure hope so. (laughs)
1: That's, that's, that's really, if you're, if you, my motto is kind of like, if you're coming to, to work out, I'm probably Mm -hmm. not your teacher (laughs) or your leader. Um, You know, I want you to come and I want you to join me and I want us to create this beautiful community while we're moving, listening to music and just really being in each other's space and being supportive and sending out love. So if you come to my fitness class, that's more what it's about as opposed to the working out aspect. But I'm a huge believer in the connection of everything. And and I think, you know, as a leader, I, I try to touch all aspects and not just one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that so that speaks to a lot of people, you know, and it just seems to me that it is also connected. And so, you know, the physical movement and the physical body and, and being in the physical body and being, um, I think, empowered, feeling empowered in the physical body is so important. But then at the same time, yeah, the energy. And it's almost to me, like, anytime I see anything that you're doing, I'm like, oh, it's very it's healing based. Definitely. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's incredible. Um, what about advice? Like what would you say to someone who might be grieving their mom this, this mother's day or, or giving someone that was a mother figure, you know, to them,
1: uh, honor your feelings and allow Mm -hmm. yourself to just go through it, whether you're in a space of joy or in a space of sadness, Um, and if you need help, seek out someone who you have interest in or someone who you totally respect that you can seek out some help with. But definitely my biggest thing, right, like that I've learned is to just really sit in it for a little while and honor it. And to me that, you know, is showing some respect for your feelings and, um, and all of the feelings are important, um. And then if you're see, if you need help, just seek some help and happy memories are huge. Cause eventually I, those are the things that I try to remember more often.
0: Mm, yeah, no, that's great advice. And how long has it been since your mom has been in spirit? So she passed in 2011. eleven. Oh, All right, Okay. So yeah, yeah it's been ten ten 10 years, I guess coming up. Yeah, right? it
1: will be 10 years this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And how, how do you feel like the grief has changed? I mean, you, you mentioned that you're sort of more focused on the on the happier times and the happier memories. Um, but how would you say? Yeah, how else would you say it's different since like the very beginning of the grieving process?
1: The depth of missing her is higher. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I, I get it. Yeah. It's not like soulfully, deeply sad it's i i can miss her but because i also feel her around me it's a different depth of of grieving i feel like i can talk to her or think of her or play a song for her and i know that she's going to hear it and i know that she knows that i'm you know thinking about her mm-hmm. and she does the same back for me she, you know i'll go in the car and i might think of her and one of her favorite songs will come on the radio or on my playlist and right. it's just kind of validating back. So I think because I, she's still here in this, you know, not in the physical sense, I think the grieving for me has gotten to the point of it's not so sad or, you know, it's still, I miss her as equally as I did before. It's just mm-hmm. lighter
0: mm-hmm. or higher yeah. vibration. Yeah, it makes sense. And sometimes too, I find, and it's unique for each person, but I find that as time goes on, it changes where you miss them in a different way because you realize as time goes by that there's more life that they've not like physical life that they've not been here to experience. And so there's almost like an ache in that. But then at the same time, it also that, that feeling of, um, the initial, I think the initial trauma of the passing or the initial kind of, um, feeling lost in the grief does, it does change, you know, so the intensity of it may, you know, may shift and change over time. But uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing as time goes on to see how that, how that changes. But I have noticed the people that I read for, the ones that have a continued relationship where... They have the same um, uh, relationship that you're talking about, where they know that their words that they that they speak, those words are heard by their loved one. Um, they are able to be open to this little signs and, and synchronicities that happen in life, and when they can kind of rest assured in that, I do think that it does soften. It softens the grief. It obviously mm-hmm. never goes away, but I do think it makes it a little a little easier to manage and, um, you can have a little bit more peace with it. I think I like that soft. It has softened mm. it. It's still there, but it's softer mm-hmm. or, or like mm-hmm. lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is mom's first name? Karen. Karen. Okay. Just so we can kind of all keep her, keep her in our thoughts. Uh, you know, as we come up to this mother's day now you're a mom. So what are your plans for mother's day? Anything, anything that you've got in mind? Uh, We actually, I'm hosting a
1: class and Mm -hmm. we're making bracelets uh, with gemstones. And Mm -hmm. um, so my children will be doing that with me. And Um, I get to pick the movie of the day, uh uh, maybe a couple. And um, my girls really love to cook and find Mm -hmm. recipes that I can have. So I know that they have some food in mind. And just, just to be together is, yeah, what I'm very much looking forward to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Togetherness and creating some memories. What's your favorite? Okay. Let's say top three, top three favorite crystals. Oh gosh. I'll go
1: with my first was mm-hmm. Labradite. Mm-hmm. Um, Herkimer diamonds have always deeply mm-hmm. spoke to me.
0: And oh gosh, Shungite. Right now mm-hmm. those are my three. Mm -hmm. And what would you say has been, like, say, within your Reiki practice, um, what is your favorite part of that? Or what do you find is, like, the most transformational kind of aspect of that work? Oh, my gosh. That's a tough question. You know, um, I'm going to
1: say just the opportunity to hold space for people.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: that space being a safe space for them to do whatever it is they need to do, whether, you know, we both see their dragon or, you know, we both see, you know, someone from their past with them who's, who's Mm -hmm. in the spirit world. Um, yeah. Um, different sensations, different feelings, but I think the, the most honored thing it is that I'm able to hold space for people to do their own healing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful, yeah, I love that, and I think that's really what it comes down to. There's all these different modalities, and there's all these different ways, you know, that you can you can work with somebody uh, for healing. And I think that at the part of it, at the at the bottom line, it really is holding space for someone and creating that bond, creating an environment where. They can, they can find their healing and they can find, you know, their potential. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. Well, anything else you would want to share with us about mom, about, you know, the loss of mom, grieving? I know lots of people listening are. Um, either going through their own journeys with grief, or they're kind of opening up to their relationship with spirit. And they're kind of seeking, you know, ways to kind of develop that. So anything that you would, you would want to leave for people? I, don't know. I guess for those grieving, just
1: again, honor, honor, honor what you're feeling and try not to be try not to feel anything but what you're feeling and try to not let other people's ideas of how you should be grieving interfere with your own personal grieving process. Um, and just know it, it will, it, you know, it possibly will get lighter or softer for you as, as time goes on and, you know, just keep on building memories, you know, building happy memories. Um, and you can always ask for them to be with you (laughs) during those happy memories. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot the other question already.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. Um, so in honor, you know, of, of moms in spirit, uh, this mother's day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna light a white candle and so I'll definitely keep your mom. I'll keep Karen in, in my thoughts that day. And what's a piece of music that she would love that I could play just to kind of give her a little, uh, honor her a little bit. Oh, anything Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) Ah, okay. I could do that. I can do that. I will yeah. definitely do that. That's amazing. Well, tell me, how can people find you? Uh social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook under
1: Samantha Long or um, one of my business names, which is TriFung Fitness.
0: Hmm. And what's the what's the origin of that name? Oh, I was in
1: one training and mm-hmm. I needed something that really reflected where I was at the time. And so try is spelled T R I because mm-hmm. I really wanted to honor the mind, body, spirit, but also mm-hmm. come and try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, funk being, you know, I was very heavy into um, moving. To music with dance. So very Zumba based. So it was kind of funky. And I like to think I'm a funky gal. And, um, but also when it comes to fitness, I believe in functional fitness as well is important.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that's where the tri-funk came from.
0: Amazing! Oh, I love it. I love it. I always <laughs> want to know, so I'm glad I got the chance to ask you. But I really was I, I i thank you for coming, not only so that we could create this episode for people, but also just lovely to chat with you again. And I I thank you because I really cherish the relationships that I have with people that I have read for over the years, and especially I mean you've been we've been in in contact since pretty much the beginning because it's only been about 8 years since i've been i've been doing reading. So, uh it makes it makes a huge difference to be able to know oh there's just some people that really remain close to my heart. So you're you're one of those people. So i really i really thank you for for being here. Oh, i you know,
1: i cannot say enough how grateful i am for you to be do what you do and all the things you've offered, you know, I haven't only done just mediumship readings with you. I've taken, you know, mini Mm -hmm. courses with you. I've done my past life reading with you, which was like um, as equally as impactful as it was when mom came through and Mm -hmm. you have just been the shining light in my journey of being open to things and growing. So I, I I really value and appreciate you as well as, as, just being so support for me. So thank you.
0: Uh, It's, it's a pleasure. And I just think back and I think spirit for really putting just certain people, uh, together. You know, it just seems to me that they really know what they're doing and that, you know, there's just some, some souls that you're like, Oh, okay. I recognize this, you know? So I I do feel like we've had, uh, probably some, some previous, um, lifetime experiences together or something because it just feels that way. But yeah, um, yeah. (laughs) so, but I really, yeah, I really thank you for sharing, uh, sharing about your mom and, uh, just wish you the best. So enjoy your weekend, enjoy your mother's day. Oh thank you so much you as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. And for everybody who's listening like just yeah happy happy mothers day. Yeah
0: and I would say too that there's people that are grieving um mom and missing mom but also there's people in your life that have been like a mom, you know, so sometimes your grandmother was your mom or there's somebody in your life, even that was a friend, but it was like that mom role. So I think that, you know, let's celebrate all of the people that have been, um, you know, in that loving caregiver kind of role to us the people that have nurtured us. um, Let's celebrate that. But yeah, wonderful to just, yeah, to honor, honor them. So I will leave you all with that. Have a wonderful day, evening, wherever you are, wherever you're listening. And thank you so much.
1: Thank you.